Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I just did a, a countdown. We are eight days away from the Yakin' for Bass Challenge. Guys, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome I'm excited for bass fishing. <laughs> I am I am over the moon at the idea that we are currently sitting eight days away from what I think will be the greatest like internet meet and greet competition ever hosted in podcasting. I'm I'm gonna I, I'm gonna stick by that that claim. So <laughs> my name's Walt, and if this is your first time joining us on this episode, I'm joined by my my famous co-host Chase. And we talk all kinds of outdoor activity, hunting, fishing, inshore, deer hunting, bow hunting, everything. Anything outdoor related is a possibility. Chase, how you doing tonight, buddy? Walter, if I was any better, I couldn't stand it, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> sometimes people probably can't tell in my voice that I'm excited, but I, I am excited about this bass fishing tournament. You know that I've been out on the. I've been putting quite a bit of time out on the water, trying different stuff out, trying to get some uh, the fish figured out for this time of year. And I'm not gonna lie, brother. Once it hits about eleven o'clock in the morning where we're at here in Florida, I mean, it is like a scorcher out there. I mean, it is burning. Not. I'm not gonna say that the the fishing kind of dies down a little bit. I mean, you can still get on some uh, fish, but it, it's almost. I mean, it is really hot, and it's worth definitely getting up at like six thirty in the morning getting out on the water and then putting your three or four hours in and then maybe if uh you get a chance if there's not showers in the afternoon maybe sneaking back out for like an hour in the uh in the evening time uh, but it's it's not it's definitely not going to be a breeze for us florida guys if you know what i'm saying <laughs> no no it's not i i uh i can tell you guys that chase is the most even keeled guy he doesn't get excited he doesn't get frustrated and he occasionally gets tired and gets a little grumpy, but like that's the extent <laughs> of it for him. <laughs> but I can tell you this right now. I've known you for almost two years now. And in those two years, I have never seen you fish as much as you're fishing right now. Now I know you have a past of fishing where before you had kids, you, you did a lot of fishing and you know, kids, they complicate that, but you bought a kayak last summer. And I think it wasn't until this past spring that you took it out for its maiden voyage. Am I correct? That is true. That is true. So, it seems like about every three days I'm getting photos for, of him uh, catching fish, videos of him catching fish. He's bought a GoPro. He told me today he's going to start filming his fishing adventures, putting you on the spot so that you have to do it now, Chase. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. It's public knowledge now, so I, everybody's going to be looking forward to these videos, I'm sure. Yeah. Chase is is amped, man. Every day he's asking me for updates for how many people have registered. we got a bunch of people registering. Um, guys, if you haven't already, we are going to be giving, we're going to make this a sweet deal for you guys, right? So this whole episode is pretty much going to be dedicated to the Yakin' for Bass Challenge because a lot has happened. There's a lot of updates that have to happen. 
or rather information we want to give you guys. So we're going to dedicate this episode to our expectations, what we expect uh, kind of of ourselves, what our goals are, what we think is going to happen. We're going to answer a lot of the the questions that I've been getting uh, here lately. It's a lot of um, just like rules, verifications. Can I do this? Hey, can I do this? Where's the app? Where's the information? We're going to summarize all that information because we've had a large uptick in downloads. We've had a large interest in this tournament, and we want to put it all here for you guys. The Yakin for Bass Challenge is eight days away. You've got eight days until noon on June 1st. You can sign up for this tournament. To sweeten that deal for you guys, we're going to be giving away a pair of Shady Rays polarized sunglasses. I've got them sitting right here across the way from me. These are an awesome pair of sunglasses, and this is what we're going to do. To the first 25 non-creators that sign up, those people are going to get entered to win that pair of Shady Ray sunglasses. We're going to draw that, what do you think, Chase? Like uh, the first day of the tournament, we'll send it out? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Or, yeah. I mean, as soon as we get 25 people, we can go ahead and knock that out. Uh, we're getting close i mean i know i have three or four buddies that have yet to sign up i think they're kind of waiting on payday and some of that stuff and you've got uh, five or six guys that have still yet to sign up uh, as well so we're going to be getting close to that 25 mark soon but we we are running out of time so there's a good chance if you sign up now then like i said you're definitely going to be entered in for the the shady rays uh, sunglasses yep and if you sign up, I mean, like I said, all you got to do is catch one fish, and you're going to have a really good chance of winning that tethered mantis, which is a great prize. So, there was, we're, we're not expecting to have like what more than forty people probably enter this tournament probably. at this point. Yeah. So yeah. you've got a really good chance of taking home a tethered mantis. So I well, think it's a yeah, no-brainer. I mean, there, there's going to be five big prize winners in this tournament, guys. You've got first, second, and third place. There's going to be three three placements that you can win. All with with all of three of those are going to take home Cadence fishing gear, a swag package from uh, Sportsman's Alliance is going to be included in that. A bunch of different stuff, but also you're going to get, like he said, a chance to win the tethered mantis and also a chance to win the the weekend stay on a cabin up in North Georgia from such as Vacation Rentals. So let's do a quick summary of the t- of the sponsors that we've got for this tournament: Cadence Fishing, Sportsman's Alliance, Tethered, Yak Attack. Shady Rays, such as Vacation Rentals. And we've got one more that we're, we're really close to sealing the deal, and they're oh, sending yeah. us something really cool. But I don't want to speak to that just yet because that deal is still evolving. But we've got one more, so that's going to be uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven corporate sponsors have donated to this. Five winners are coming out of here from prizes from those corporate sponsors. And then, like I told you before, join the Yakin' for Bass closed group on Facebook, and we're going to be doing small side tournaments. So that actually brings us to, to one of the questions that we're getting a lot, and I think I confused some people here. There is the main tournament, and that main tournament is going to be for first, second, and third place. All of that's going to be hosted through an app called Tourney X. You have to download that app on your phone and register your fish through Tourney X. If you have a question about that, there's going to be a link in the bio of this episode. So the description, not the bio, but there's going to be a link in this description that takes you to Tourney X. It's going to take you to the Tourney X YouTube where they show you how to do it. It's going to have photos showing you how to take pictures of, of fish. This is super easy. If you have gotten your way to this podcast, if you've subscribed to this podcast, it's harder to do that than it is to participate in this tournament. It just sounds a little daunting on the podcast. It's it's a free app. Your uh, When you pay uh, your $25 fee to enter, five of that goes to the app, so you don't have to buy the app. You only have to pay if you join the tournament. Super easy. Um, and one of the questions that we've got is, why do I need to be a part of the Yakin for Bass Challenge group? Okay, the answer for that is, for the side tournaments that we're going to do, these are unrelated to first, second, and third place. To win the Tethered Mantis, you don't have to be in there. To win the Vacation Rental, you don't have to be in there. We're going to draw those from the Yak- uh, the, the tournament Tourney X app. So if you want to talk smack with us, if you want to get uh, photos uh, of, of people who have entered fish, who updated leaderboards, if you want to see videos that are produced exclusively for that, if you want to be included in like 
big fish, small fish style challenges where we're giving away tackle and small prizes like that to keep this fun for four weeks, you need to join the Yakking for Bass Challenge group. It's a closed group. Right now, I think we've got about 30, 35 people in there, last I checked. And the only people allowed in there will be people participating in this challenge. So it's going to be a great little eco chamber for everybody to talk, share tips, share tactics, grow, and win some some cool prizes. So I just kind of wanted to touch on that that delineation there. The turn EX and the Yakin for Bass Challenge group. You don't have to be a part of both. You do have to be a part of Turn EX, but we'd love to see you in that small group. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we already have guys posting pictures. I, I've posted several pictures myself in, in that group. It's kind of good to see. I mean, there's definitely some uh, rivalry stuff going on between the uh, the co- the creators. Uh, I'm Greg Godfrey <laughs> and um, – the whitetail distraction guys, uh, you, I mean, there's all kinds of different things that we can do on this group, which is kind of unique. Like I said, we're, we're going to have that side tournament. Uh, you can talk smack. You can, if you put a fish that's 24, 25 inches, I mean, the group wants to see it. We don't want to just know Absolutely. that it happened in the app. I mean, we want to see yep. what that fish looks like. Uh, so that's one of the awesome things uh, about this group is you can upload that picture there and then everybody in the group can see it and give you a congratulations or say, hey, I'm, I'm, I've got to top that. I'm fixing to top that. Um, so I think it's a no-brainer to join the group. And like I said, we got 35 people in that group. It's not to say that right now all those people might not be fishing the tournament. But once the tournament starts, it's just going to be limited to the people in the tournament, right? Yep. Yep. So there's a lot of people in there right now that have not quite paid their dues. And originally I said I wasn't going to – uh, include them in that group, but I recognize that there's a lot of people who want to ask questions, and we've seen a lot of questions asked in that group from people who maybe are kind of on that fence. So I've let anybody who wanted to be in there in there. When the tourney day begins at cutoff at noon, I'm going to go in there and get rid of anybody who is not affiliated with the tournament. So it'll only be people affiliated with the tournament in there as of June 1st at 12.01 p.m. Awesome. Now, yeah, when does, yeah. it, when it, does it, the fishing officially start? Is it June first. June first. Uh, yeah. Midnight. Uh. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, from, from when the clock strikes, June first. Got you. <laughs> tournament. Starts. So you haven't. Yeah. 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 You've got. Um, actually, you know what? I don't know that that's the case. Um. I'll double check that for you right now. But it might be that it's that morning. Um. I think right. it's seven a.m. that morning or something like that. Um. I can change that if people would would like, but. Um, I mean, that's that's an easy thing to accommodate. But essentially, you've got um, all day, all daylight, June 1st through the 31st. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to double-check this right here. Yeah, 7 a.m., that's what I picked. Uh, we, we can extend that back if you'd like, but I, I feel like there's enough time between 7 a.m. June 1st to uh, 9 p.m. June 30th. Yeah. Um, and the reason I, – I know why I did that. I know why I did that. Because the 9 p.m. specifically – there is a lot of people who do uh, fishing in areas where there isn't cell service. And I had to come up with a reasonable cutoff for people to check in their live wells. So you can put a fish into the live well. This is another tournament app feature. This is a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions about, and that is people are asking, I I fish in places where there isn't very good cell service and I'm worried I won't be able to submit the fish. Okay. In the tournament, in the tourney X app, there is a section called the live well. And, And essentially this works like a live well on a boat. You can take photos of fish, you can put them in there, it timestamps them, and then you can upload them. Um, so if you fish somewhere where there's no service, it's not an excuse. Take a photo, put it in the live well, tourney X handles it. When you get the service, upload that, those fish. And I've, I've found, uh, that people have a good time during the busy fishing days to, um, What's the word they use it? But basically troll the other fishermen by not registering all their fish until that evening. So, you know, if you see somebody fishing on the other side of a lake and you know they're in the tournament and they're logging big fish, well, you know, you, you can you can do away with that. But um, let, let's address another question that, that I'm getting a lot of, and that is, what is a, what is a black bass? Okay, um, it's only freshwater species, guys. Smallmouth largemouth, shoal bass, rock bass, the, the, the freshwater 
largemouth black bass species. The black bass species is a is a subsect of fish that include what I just include what I just said there. I'm going to add to the rule list a description of all the different fish. If you're worried about it, until then, go look at the KBF rules. They outline what species are acceptable. But if you if you Google freshwater black bass, if it falls in that category, it's legal. So just want to summarize that for people. If you've got smallmouth, you can submit those. If you've got shoal bass, you can submit those. If you've got largemouth, you can submit those. Any of the black bass species can be submitted, and the reason why we did that is so that people from all over the country who may or may not have largemouth, may or may not have smallmouth, they can all participate on an equal, semi-equal footing. Yeah, no doubt. It, it makes sense, especially since this yeah. competition is open to anybody basically in the U.S., right? So. Right. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I, I don't know if we, I think it's nationwide. If we had somebody sign up for a different country, I, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't let them fish as well. The The dates stay the same. The the species stay the same. I know there's uh, several listeners, uh, men stationed in Japan that uh, have contacted me saying they enjoy the podcast while they're in Japan. Japan's got uh, massive largemouth bass yeah, they do. Uh, reservoirs. So if you want to sign up there, I do not care. As long as you, let me make this simple for you guys. This whole tournament's supposed to be fun. If you're adhering to the rules in there and you're not, and you're not uh, breaking those, I really don't care what you do. Like let's just let's be reasonable, let's be men, let's be grown, and let let's have a good time. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Chase, Chase, do any of your have any of your buddies had notable questions for you or reservations that you were able to address? No, not not really. I mean, they just kind of wanted to know how they could uh, win some of the prizes, uh, and I basically told them that they had to register a fish uh, to win the because they were really are wanting to have a chance of winning the the manis. Uh, saddle and also the, the right. vacation rental, uh, which is you just have to register those fish. So they don't they don't really have any uh, other questions other than that. And a lot of them are going to be fishing with me, so I'll be able to answer any of their questions uh, out on the water as well. So sure, yeah. No, okay. So I'm going to run through just I've got um, four questions here that seem to be the most frequently asked that I haven't discussed. We'll hit those real quick, and then we can maybe uh, move into our expectations for the tournament. That sound good? Yeah, sounds great. Cool. So question number one, what is a hog trough? I recognize that that doesn't necessarily ring uh, a bell for people, and I've been using that word a lot. The reason why is the hog trough is a literal uh, brand item that has become like the Xerox or the the Kodak uh, lingo for it. So what a hog trough is, it's a measuring board. That's all it is. It's It's a flat board that you can put a fish on put its nose right up to the end piece and measure it precisely. Um, one of the guys in the, the Facebook group asked if anybody had a spare because he didn't want to spend $27 on a hog trough. Get you a $13 Plano hog trough. Like, it really doesn't matter as long as we can clearly see the photo isn't manipulated and that the board isn't manipulated. Um, if you got any questions, send it to me. But to do you all a favor, in the link in the description – of this podcast, I'm going to drop links of acceptable hog troughs of all kinds of varieties from super, super cheap to uh, really expensive. I think the one I got is like 25 bucks. It, it floats and it folds into like a 12-inch section on itself. So it's 36 inches long and locks in place or it folds in on itself and you can stow it somewhere. So if you're going to kayak fish any kind of real duration or if you fish on the coast and you need to be able to measure fish, you're going to probably want one of these anyways. Um, but I, I recognize that 30, 40 bucks is kind of expensive. You don't need to do that. If you got a question, send me a photo at the Chasing Tales Facebook. Send me a photo on the Chasing Tales Instagram. I'll tell you whether or not it's tourney approved. But we're not going to be super serious about this. The only caveat I'm going to put on this is some of the cheap ones only have one inch and half inch measurements. Okay. They don't have like the eighth inch and stuff like that. If you do that, I can't guesstimate for you because I I have a feeling that for a lot of, of these people, it's going to be a matter of a couple inches is going to separate first and second. And if you do what we're going to measure to the most distinguishable mark. Okay. So if, if your fish is more like, 10 and three quarters, but your board only measures in half inch, we're going to give you 10 and a half. We're not going to round up. We're just going to give you the most distinguishable mark. And that's just the only fair way of going about this. So just keep that in mind. Um, from what I'm seeing, I think if you can place five um, 18 inch fish, you're going to be in the running. I'm not saying you're going to necessarily win, but you're definitely going to be in the running. So that's what a hog trough is. Go out and get one. Send me a photo. 15 to 20 bucks, you can get one. Yeah, or if you know somebody that has one that's not going to be using it for that month, just borrow one. 
I mean, I've, I've got two, like I said, I've got one that's like 25 bucks. And then the other one I picked up at Bass Pro Shop, it's, it's a two piece, uh, that kind of folds and it was, yeah, like I said, it was like 12 or $13. So they're, they're not super expensive. We're not, like I said, we're not super picky as, as long as if you need to, you can go back and mark it with a pen or make it look darker or whatever. Just, we just need to know, okay, yeah, that he's saying 15 and a half or she saying 15 and a half inches. Yes. That looks 15 and a half inches. So we can uh, accept that fish and they can move on. And in fact, I'm going to make a note right now. I'm going to show you what I did to my board. It's an all white board. And I took a black Sharpie to all the marking lines so that no one has to guess what line they're looking at. So I will put a YouTube video up with that. Maybe not a YouTube video. I'll probably put it on Facebook because it's going to be a relatively short video. But I'll put it up there uh, where you can see it. So check out Chasing Tales, uh, Instagram and Facebook or, if you got any questions yeah. about that. Uh, probably put it in that little that yakking for bass challenge group is what I'll do. Yeah. Um. Can I use live bait? No, artificials only. What is Turny X? I've already covered that, but we get that all the time. What is Turny X? Turny X is an app. Go to the App Store. Go to the Android Store. Go to the Google Store. Download Turny X. Go to YouTube. Watch. He's got like three videos. One of which doesn't even apply to you because it's for it's for uh, tournament directors. That's the thirty minute video I have to watch. There's like two five minute videos on how to use the different functions of the app. You can use it on your desktop, but to register a fish, you have to use the app on your phone. Can I fish at night? Yes, absolutely. No problem with that. Um, Chase, you got any input? There's only four that I really wanted to touch on tonight. No, th- those are perfect. Uh, if if cool. people aren't bombarding you with other questions, then I I think we've pretty much explained it on some of the other podcasts that we've done. They should get the gist. And like I said, we're we're in it to have fun, so we didn't include like a ton of rules. Uh, and one thing that some people might be asking is, where can you fish? We're, we don't have it where that's a good it's question. Private yeah. or public? I mean, if you can fit a kayak in it, and there's a bass species there, then that that's where you could fish. I mean, we didn't want it to be super serious this go round. Who knows? Maybe uh, we might decide different next time if if we host another tournament. But right now, you can if you can put your kayak in it and it's a pond, lake, creek, river, whatever, then that that's a legal place to fish. Yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. The, the 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 key here: kayak, canoe, paddleboard. Okay, those are your options. And just to round this out one more time, trolling motors are perfectly acceptable. Combustion engines are not. No gas motors. That's it. That's all I got to say. We're moving on. Chase, let's talk about your personal goals. What personal goals do you have for this tournament? Like, lowest bar, this is what I need to do to feel like I did something. Highest bar, obviously you want to beat everybody, but kind of outline that a little bit more for everybody. Well, the, the first thing, well, the first, my first goal obviously is to have fun with this tournament and to be able to maybe talk a little smack with uh, some of the other groups or even, uh, listeners of the show, uh, and then to have them give it back to me, which, which will be just as good. And the other thing was, is I wanted to be able to include some of my buddies who maybe don't fish as much, uh, to kind of get them outdoors and, uh, try to get them on some fish. Obviously they're going to do it themselves, but I'm, I'm going to take them out and uh, make sure that uh, they know what the rules are and all that good stuff. And ju- just to have a good time with those guys. Um, Cause a lot of times, some of these guys, I don't get to hang out with that much. And I figured it'd be a great time for us to get together, do some bonding. And I'd love to get together. If some of the listeners are close or I, I know we're, we're planning on getting together to fish one day, uh, maybe get a group out together one day and go out and fish uh that would be awesome um as far as the fishing tournament for myself i mean obviously i would love for chase and tails to take home the prize of uh, <laughs> the creators I, i'm not going to say that's going to happen um it, it could happen if maybe some of the other guys have a bad month i'm not sure i'm, I'm going to be out fishing uh, as much as i can uh, a realistic expectation for me is I hope to be around that 85 to 90 inch mark probably. Um, I, I really don't see myself unless I just just have uh, like a great couple of days or whatever to hitting that 100 inch mark um, from some of the f- places that I fish are, are a little bit more difficult. And you can catch a lot of the probably 15 to 18 inch bass. So 
Uh, high goal right now is probably 85 to 90 inches. Um, low goal, obviously, is to put five fish in the tournament, which I don't think I'm going to have a problem with. I, I should have that the very first day that we uh, yeah. we, we fish in this tournament. Um, yeah. I went out the other day, and me and a buddy, we caught 30-plus bass or something in the, the six hours that we were fishing. Um, so I'm not, I'm not worried about getting the five fish, but, uh, like I said, low, maybe 75 inches. So somewhere between 75 and 95 inches is where, uh, I see myself falling, uh, at the end. And I, I hope that's enough at least to beat, um, Parker or the whitetail distraction podcast or Greg Godfrey <laughs> or the Southern outdoorsman. Um, so th- that's where I see myself in this tournament is having a good time and I'm going to. Obviously, you know me. I'm going to put in the time. I'm, I'm not just going to go out one time and go, okay, that's that's probably it. Uh, I'm going to grind till the end. So I definitely, I'll probably, I'm going to be out there the first day, and then I presume I'll be out there the very last day fishing till the very end uh, trying to cull some fish. So that's where I see myself in this tournament. Who do you want to beat most? What creator do you want to beat most? Oh, what creator do I want to beat most? Well, that that's a tough that's tough because I, some of them I don't know that well. Uh, I don't really know, like the Southern Outdoorsman guys, you know them right. a lot better than I do. Uh, I, we have a kind of a, a little group with the, the Whitetail Distraction podcast that we kind of go back and forth with a lot because they're, they're the guy, they're our hype men. Um, so I'm just going to go with, I want to beat the Whitetail Distraction guys the most because I feel like I could probably beat them, but but it would be good to get uh, ribbed by them if I couldn't. You know what I mean? I, I know I'm never going to yeah, yeah, hear yeah. the end of it from those guys because we, we're always <laughs> going back and forth with each other. So I'm yeah. going to say both of the Whitetail Distraction guys. That That's who I want to beat the most, Austin and Charles. That's what I'm going with. I'm with you. I dig it. I can, I can get behind it. I, uh, I, I think – so my personal goal, I want to register five fish above 15 inches. Like I like that like bare minimum to feel like I did something I need to to register five fish above fifteen inches, and I, that's like I know that sounds like like really easy and it probably will be but um, it's gonna be mid June my lakes are none of them are gonna be private um, and it's gonna be hot those fish are gonna be lethargic on some of the shallower lakes um, to fish like Lake Talquin uh, which is my deep water reservoir here like I have to have a perfectly calm day. Because otherwise, I'm going to get blown right off of the spots. Like, I'm in a kayak with no trolling motor, no pedal drive. And if there's any kind of wind, it's going to be very hard to, like, keep myself in spot and, like, you know, fish that deeper structure. Um, So, I think five fish, about 15, 16 inches, I'll feel like I've done something. Um, And then, I'm going to be honest with you. Originally, I wanted to beat you more than anybody else. (laughs) Just because... (laughs) Just because... I just like that Georgia Florida rivalry. Like I just I felt like that 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 needed to be revived. However, right. you are saved from my wrath. I am going full bore at that at that scraggly bearded dude from Alabama. Parker is getting everything I've got. He called me out on that YouTube video where he was making fun of me catching dinks and calling them, you know, like the Walt Life type style, style fish. This is Walter's personal best. Once he did that, it's now my personal goal to catch the fish that puts me ahead of him on video and post that video as I crank up past him in the leaderboards and lock in the win against Parker. I want that moment documented on the GoPro. That's <laughs> that's my like my my crowning achievement. Right, that that's who I figured you would say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, bef- before you asked that question, I did think about you for just a split second. But I was like, well, we're on the same team, so I- I'm hoping that we both do very well. I'm actually going to put it, I hope that we both do very well and just dominate the other podcast. For, for me to, like, wish ill will on you in this fishing tournament is going to be kind of counterproductive for us as, as a team. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah. I did think about you for a split second. I thought about Parker, but I figured that you were probably going to go after Parker um, <laughs> the most. Okay. And I figured, hey, I love the memes of the Whitetail Distraction guys. So I figured I would Dude. just be a meme if if they beat me. I would just be memed forever, and I, I that would be awesome to <laughs> look at my phone or look at Instagram every day and see, see a meme of myself or whatever. So that's why I picked them. 
Well, so you, <laughs> you just want to beat Parker, but what, what realistically, how, what do you think your bag limit could be, like inch wise? I mean, highest. Oh man, I mean, you know, I've struggled with this, and I and I and and I've struggled with it from like a a place of like like jinxing myself, right? Like I, I believe. I've got, I'm very superstitious when it comes to competition and, and things like this, but you know, 15 inch fish, five of them would put me at 75. I know that won't even get me in the top 10. Like I think to be in the top 10, you're going to have to register, uh, 85. Would you say like 95 inches? Yeah. I said somewhere between 85 and 95 is where uh, I would like to fall. Yeah. So like eight 95 would be five 19 inch fish. I mean, that's pretty good. Like that's. Um, I feel like, I feel like bare minimum feel like, okay, you're not the worst bass fisherman out there. Five 15 inch fish. I feel like to really feel like I've, I've like really done something. Like I put my time in, I did what I needed to. And I came out ahead. I'm saying 95 to hundred inches. Like, I feel like no matter what happens, if I can register 95 to hundred inches of fish, I'm okay. Like I, I mean, you just got beat by a, like a, a much better fisherman. You know, like it's going to be a game of inches. Once you, right. once you hit eighty inches, everybody's going to be separated by like an inch or two. I think. Yeah, you know, no it's going to be very close margins. Well, I mean, you have, like I said, we're all thinking, okay, well, we're just going to catch a bunch of fifteen to eighteen inch fish. Well, if for some reason you get lucky and catch like a twenty-five inch bass. That yeah. is going to be a game changer for you. That that could help you hit the hundred inch mark uh, yeah. a lot easier than if you're just trying to catch five twenty inch fish. I mean, you get that yeah twenty five incher. Shoot, there was somebody that posted a bass the other day that uh, it was pushing thirty inches, which was I mean, it was huge, monstrous. It was a monstrous bass. Yeah. And I was like, if somebody pulls a 30-inch bass out of this <laughs> tournament somehow, some way, yeah. then, I mean, they've got a straight path to the probably winner right. circle. Um, right. But I, I think it's going to be a grind. And there, like I said, there's a couple of guys that I've seen that they're really hardcore fishermen, and they've already been telling us, like, oh, those 15, 16-inch uh, fish aren't going to cut it, guys. I'm just assuming that they're probably going to catch uh, 22, 23, or maybe a couple of those. And then have some 19, 20-inch fish. So I would not be surprised if the winner of this tournament probably put up 105 to 110 inches because of the amount of time. It's not – I mean, if it was just a a one- or two-day tournament, then I would say, heck, 85 inches might win. (laughs) 85 to 90 inches could possibility of winning the tournament. But since it's a month long, and if I go out as much as I think I am, there's always that chance where you, I mean, I've pulled 25, 26 inch bass out before. So it's not that I haven't done it. It's just that it doesn't happen that regular, but the more you're out on the water, uh, the better chance that you have of something like that happening. And it was in the summertime. It wasn't like it was a, uh, February or March fish here in Florida, which, uh, you, you can catch a lot uh, of those bigger bass. So I, I, like I say, realistically, I can see the leader probably going 105, 110, um, and maybe and we could just there could just be one stud fisherman out there that just leaves us all in the dust, and people are playing for second <laughs> place or third place or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and who knows? I, I hope that uh, you and I are. I just hope that we're competitive. Is the best thing is yeah, yeah. yeah in the end, yeah. that we were as long we as I beat the creators out. Yeah, as long as I beat the creators out, I really don't care. Like, if I get beat by a listener, I think that's awesome, man. I, you know, talking about what you said about that one twenty-five inch fish can put you in there. Let's say you have a hundred inch goal. If you catch that one twenty-five inch fish, um, that takes your takes your total inches to go down to twenty down to seventy-five. Obviously, right? Divide that by four. You're only looking at four eighteen uh eighteen and three quarter inch fish, which you ought to be able to catch. You know, depending on what your access to water is and stuff like that, four eighteen-inch fish, dude. That's 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 obtainable. That's that's several three three-pound fish. You know, I mean, that's right. You can do that. You know, so it only takes one to really put you up there. I, and I think that kind of brings me to something I wanted to talk to you about, which is what is your strategy? Like day one, week one, or that first ten days. What is your goal? Like, what are you trying to do? Well, obviously my goal is to go out there and catch five fish as fast as possible just so I can have five <laughs> five fish on the leaderboard <laughs> and then start culling. 
I mean, start start calling those fish. I have been fishing a, a lot of different baits here recently. Um, I'm definitely wouldn't consider myself Mr. Cinco uh, these days. I've been fishing topwater plugs. I've been fishing swim baits. Yeah. Uh, Texas rigs and been catching bass on all of them. So I, I wouldn't and I wouldn't say one is was is more dominant than the other right now. Um, I'm catching bass, like I said, on multiple different lures. Uh, I've got a, I've kind of got a few more, or maybe one more time I want to kind of go out and maybe try a couple of other things. And then I'm going to be trying new stuff uh, the entire tournament. But in the beginning, those first 10 days, I, I want to, like I said, I want to get my five fish and then kind of see where I'm at on the leaderboard and maybe make an adjustment. Like maybe, okay, I'm going to have to go, maybe I need to go try to fish somewhere else uh, that, that I haven't fished and try to pull one of those 23, 24-inch fish. Because there are some places that aren't far from me, uh, probably 45 minutes to an hour, that produce some monster bass. Uh, the only problem is, is that it all, they also produce some monster gators. And when you got gators <laughs> out there that are bigger than your kayak and moccasins and uh, those type creatures, that it always makes me a little uh, <laughs> eerie of, of going to those places. And they don't have, in some in some of the areas like they don't have the best access for kayaks. I mean, I, I would go fish them, but if I've got to paddle out two or three miles or whatever, I mean, there's some big lakes uh, to to get to those areas and get back. Um, then I, I who knows maybe I, I wasted a day uh, trying to get to those spots and get back. Then if I would have just fished some of my other spots hard, um, maybe maybe I could have had a better chance. So. Um, that's, that's my plan. What's your plan for the first, uh, 10 days? Are you, are you going to be able to fish a lot during this tournament, Walter? Yes. Yeah, no, I've cleared my schedule. Um, uh, for the first, uh, 15 days of this tournament, I should be able to go like hardcore. In fact, my little brother's coming down, um, and he's going to be staying with us for, oh man, like, uh, three or four days. Okay. And when he's down here, I'm going to try and take off some time. It's retirement with a weekend and that whole weekend. Uh, like it's, it's like I said before, it's like hardcore, hardcore parkour. We're just going to be going like all the way at it. So, um, and y'all are going to have yes, a little I'll be mini tournament too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The brother tournament. You know, it's always good. <laughs> it's always good to put your little brother in place, you know? Um, no doubt. And, and I always do. So, uh, it's awesome. you know, so I, I think my, 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 uh, strategy is real simple. My goal is to have all 15, I'm sorry, all five 15 inch fish registered the first weekend. Right. And after that, after I hit that, that, um, that, that five fish at 15 inches, I am going to throw very large, um, zero, like, like low probability, high return baits. I'm probably going to, I've got several large swim baits that I've ordered, custom ordered that are about seven inches long in some funky colors. I've got some glide baits that I've ordered that are going to get here that are really large and mimic like uh, big bluegill and small crappie and stuff like that. Um, I've got some foot long worms that I've ordered, curly tail worms that I'm going <laughs> to, like, I'm going, I'm going full, full like coal mode at that point. And my goal is to land one or two fish every day and just, just start packing on the inches like every day i'm going to try and add like three inches with one really good fish on top of that um and i it's just going to be a slow you know initially i'm going to jolt ahead of a lot of people and people will catch up to me but i'm just going to slowly keep that pace up where i can add some inches and i think that's 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 how i'm going to end up winning this tournament really yeah you're calling that now walter lee is going to win this tournament I am. I am. There's there's only one person in this tournament that I, I fear, and I'm going to check right now to see if he's actually in it. I don't think he is. We talked on Facebook the other day. Well, don't scare everybody listening. That's... <laughs> I just said he's not he's not signed up yet, and he right. was telling you know, and 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 the one thing I'll say this is he was said he was recovering from a shoulder surgery, so okay. uh, he doesn't have a he doesn't have a pedal kayak, um, but. Uh, so he may not be in this. He may not join this. Uh, might not be a high enough return for that pro. Yeah, I can confirm right now he's not registered. He's not even the in the Yakin for Bass Challenge group yet. So okay, um, but yeah, that's pretty much the only person that can beat this dog. Awesome. Well, I, 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 I actually, I, dude, I hope you do win. I mean, go for it. That'll be good for chasing tails outdoors. Uh, put us up at the top. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking yeah, forward to absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, 
what what's what is your go-to bait though? Like what is your, what is Walter's go-to bait if I mean if you're not getting a bite but I mean you have full confidence in this bait, what is your bait of choice uh going to be out there if you're trying to get some bites? In June? Yep. Um in June, uh it's probably a 4 3 and a half inch to 4 uh 4 inch uh, rage crawl with about a one to one and a half ounce tungsten weight, and I'm going to be punching hydrilla. I'm going to be punching lily pads and grass uh, out here on these prairie lakes. Um, that's probably going to be my go-to come June if I'm fishing, especially once the sun gets up a little bit. Um, that's probably going to be my go-to. Like I think, yeah, I think that'd be my answer. That's my go-to right there in, in June. You get a lot of you get a lot of reaction strikes. You know, you, for a lot of guys, maybe that doesn't make sense. What I'm saying when I say I punch hydrilla. So, um, you know, you've got this this grass that grows in the middle layer of the water, and it can literally go all the way up to the top, or it can just hang down towards the bottom. But you end up with these pockets of like open water, and then you've got a pocket of really thick grass that the fish will will, will hang out in. That water's cooler. The grass puts off oxygen, and once you get down here and your water temps get above 85 degrees, your water temps stop holding oxygen. I didn't realize that until about a year ago that and it makes sense like i knew it mathematically or chemistry whatever however you want to say it chemically i knew water wouldn't hold oxygen past a certain point i just didn't realize it was 85 which we're already at right so pretty close by mid it was 83 the other day when i was on the water was it right yeah yeah so uh we got a we got temps in the in the triple digits all weekend this weekend coming up memorial day weekend so it, it's going to continue to be warming up and by june at least by the first week of June, we're going to be touching on 85 or higher. So uh, what you do around here a lot of times is you find shade, you find cooler water, you find places that are producing uh, oxygen for those fish. It's a little easier on them. And you throw a bright, shiny uh, crawdad or creature bug or something down in there, and you find a hole where you can get it down in there, and that one-ounce tungsten weight pushes that bait down through all that vegetation and you jiggle it by their face and essentially you have a, a, a shiny object come right by their face that looks like a crawfish falling off of something and bam they smash it and you just keep kind of keep going through the grass doing that um that'll probably be my go-to come june i'll probably burn through a bunch of creature baits oh i'm sure sounds like it if you're going to win this tournament <laughs> what about you? What what do you, what are you going to? You can't catch anything. I already know the answer because I know you just through and through. But what are you what are you going to go it's, to it's, when you can't catch you're, anything? You're thinking I'm going to say top water uh, is is going to be my answer. But that if if obviously if they're not biting on anything, then I'm probably not just going to keep throwing uh, a top water. Which I, I did have a lot of luck the other day uh, throwing the top water. Uh, it's I just love throwing top water, but. When competition's on the line, I can't just go. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna live or die by the top water plug in this tournament. Um, I'm gonna have to just say a uh, Texas rig worm, just a straight like seven inch worm. Uh, I usually use like a yum. Uh, I'm fishing a lot of uh, well, one of the places I fish is dark water. One of the places I fish is uh, clear water. So obviously, I kind of change up the colors uh, depending. I w- I kind of fish uh, like a kind of a grayish um, looking worm. Uh, for some of that clear water, and then I'll mix it up with almost like a darker uh, watermelon pattern uh, for for some of the darker water, uh, and I, I I always catch fish on that. I mean, I if it may not they may not be studs, but the, the fifteen to like the fifteen to seventeen inch bass that we were kind of talking about to get uh, started with, and then start calling them out. Um, I I have no doubt that I could go out there and. Uh, on the first day and just use that and, and put up 75 inches. I mean, it, it, I just, I have no doubt about that. I, I really, like I said, and I may just do that at the beginning, depending on uh, just go ahead and get those fish out of the way. And then I'm probably going to fish a swim bait. I, I really have come to like the, the swim bait here recently. Really? Oh yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, they, the, it's, it's kind of weird because of the way they hit the swim bait. It's not like, them hitting a worm or it's not like a tink 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 it's almost you're just you're, you're reeling it along and then you just feel like a, just a little bit more weight than what it feels like and then boom you got a fish i mean it, it it's, it's been kind of weird how they've been hitting uh, the swim baits uh, i I've, I've been kind of uh, sh- shocked but i'm fishing one of the places i'm fishing the water gets uh, the deepest is like 39 feet in areas 
Um, and there are some shallow areas, so I'll probably start shallow areas earlier than I'm just going to work around. And I actually caught several bass in that 25 to um, 30 foot range uh, on a worm and uh, swim bait. So I'm, I'm going to be looking for some uh, structure. Uh, I've got a little, uh, y- you can use electronics, I'm sure, right, on in this tournament. We oh, never, yeah. We never yeah, covered that. Absolutely. So I'm going to be using my electronics to, to see if I can find uh, any, any little thing that will give me an advantage uh, with what, whatever I'm trying to fish uh, with. Nice. So, uh, that, that's yeah. what I'm going to go with, just a, uh, a Texas rig uh, worm. Yeah, uh, Garmin, uh, Lawrence, if you're listening and uh, you'd like to send me a unit so I can be on equal footing with Chase, you know, just hit me up. It ain't even got anything be fancy. I just need to be able to uh, identify some deep water on some of these these lakes around here. But uh, yeah, my Garmin's so, like 100 bucks, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I almost bought one the other day, but I bought some stuff for the for the tournament, and I'm excited about that. We got some cool stuff coming, man. This, there's some. There's a little little like side side hustle coming for the creators. Like this is this is gonna be a fun time, man. I I cannot wait. Once the fish start, once the inches start flying, I think it's gonna be really funny what happens. Cause oh no doubt. Little I little little side note here. Austin's wife. If you missed the last episode, Austin from the Whitetail Distraction Podcast was talking mad smack about his wife. She, I tagged her in it, so there's no way she would miss it. And she's already registered, so this is going to be awesome. Yeah, that is going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, now so, I will be worried here if I'm if I go out fishing the first couple of days and I'm still looking at like 70 inches or 75 inches and not getting any upgrades, and I'll probably start going. Okay, I'm definitely going to have to. Uh, change up whatever i'm doing <laughs> yeah but yeah in the end I, i'm i want to have fun and that that's all that matters to me if i get beat by everybody i get beat by everybody I, but i have a couple of buddies that they're they're more worried about catching the smallest bass than than they are right. catching right the large bag limit yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't fish that much yeah. so i'm not necessarily worried about losing to them <laughs> per se yeah <laughs> but yeah i think that's funny that they're like i've got like three or four buddies and they all are like putting in to catch the smallest bass i mean more I more than they awesome. are to catch the biggest which which is yeah. which is kind of boggles my mind but like which one of y'all wants to catch the biggest bass but they're they're, yeah. they're like i just want to catch the smallest one man i i really I, want to catch that smallest bass and i'm like well i guess you got goals so yeah i think it's gonna be awesome and and that's gonna be a little that's another one of the little side hustles we're gonna be doing in the chasing tail small group so you know if you want to you know we said this in the first episode everybody's going to get a chance to win this. All you have to do is register a fish and you're going to be entered to win something. So yeah. no one's coming out of the, you know, you do not need to worry about placing to win in this tournament. We're going to do little giveaways every week. There's some fun stuff coming down the pipe for you guys. So don't, don't fret the small stuff, but chase, I've got, I got a question for you, man. Shoot. College football is 99 days away. By the time you're listening to this episode tomorrow morning, Ooh. you will wake up. We will be double digits away from another frightful season for the Florida Gators. My, this got me thinking. What's up? It got me thinking. <laughs> it's never. I used thing. to do this thing with my buddy in the old office, and I'm going to do it with you for this tournament. You ready? Okay. It's called Three Bold Predictions, and Every week before the next weekend, like on Monday, Tuesday, after we've recovered from another devastating loss to Kentucky or Vanderbilt or some team that Georgia should never have lost to, we would be coping by coming up with three bold predictions Okay. each. So my question for you is, what are your three bold predictions going into this tournament? What, Like just outlandish, all or nothing bold predictions. What's going to happen in this tournament? Bold predictions. Oh man, you got mm-hmm. me on the spot. I see this all the time. Like I said, I do see this all the time on some of the uh, the football on, on Sunday yeah. mornings uh, when they're when they're talking about some of the games. All right, bold prediction number one: the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast beats the Whitetail Distraction Podcast <laughs> by twenty inches. Oh wow! You said bold. Combined? I'm going, yeah, combined. Yeah. Not me, not single, but yeah. our total yeah. combined beats theirs by 20 inches. One large fish. All right, all right. I dig <laughs> it. I dig it. Uh, second bold prediction would be I'm going to go with this is bold now. I'm saying this is bold that Greg Godfrey will beat. Parker in the tournament. 
Whoa. Oh, man. Okay. That is bold. (laughs) My third bold prediction, which will be for myself, I will catch a fish that is 25 inches or greater. Whoa! Whoa! Holy cow! I'm, I'm, that is, I'm hoping that's for the luck of the fish. podcast. I'm shooting for the luck of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we oh, said man. go bold, so I'm going to yeah. catch a fish 25 inches or bigger. All right, Walter. Oh man! Now it's on the it's on to you. What what are your three bold predictions for this tournament? You know, I'll be honest with you. I had just kind of come up with that on the fly, and I was hoping you'd take more time, and I could, I could come up with some. But uh, here we go. Greg's biggest fish will not come on a Cinco. Ooh. He is the Cinco king. He lives by the simple motto, Cinco life. And uh, I, I have a feeling that Greg's biggest fish, he will abandon the Cinco by the end of week one, and he will be throwing anything to catch up to Parker and Chasing Tails. That's 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 yeah, that's I mean, my He does goal. have a lot that's, of uh, YouTube videos on the Cinco. Yeah. So. yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So bold prediction number two, and this is the guy that no one is talking about, and it's nobody's fault but his own because he's a glutton to, to the work life. Adam Cruz will outfish Parker McDonald. Ooh, <laughs> that is bold. Yeah, that yeah. is bold. You heard me, Adam. You got the. Well, I, that, I feel like we're the, picking on Parker. I feel like Parker. I mean, de- well, you want to crush him, so you better hope. That I'm just saying, man. You don't go on YouTube and talk smack. He did talk and smack. don't get it, the pain train's coming, Parker. The pain train's coming. coming. I just, I hope you're ready. Mm, yeah, he I is hope ready. you're ready. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got two. So number three. Wait, we got two. And and Adam, there's no excuse, dude. I've got a Bill Dance endorsed Tennessee hat up here. I've watched him for hours on YouTube. He does nothing but talk about those beautiful green Tennessee uh, lakes. So what Parker's behind for me, and let's get after this. All right. Bold prediction number three. Oh man, what's what's my bold? It prediction needs to be. This one needs be? to be really bold. It needs to be. I feel really, like your other two are, oh, yeah, semi believable. I think. I think. Yeah, I mean, there's no way Adam outfishes Parker, but. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> um, okay, here you go. Here you go. Chasing tails will beat every other creator platform by 15 inches. Oh my goodness, that is seriously bold. <laughs> We're gonna have yep. to if we don't. We're just we're gonna have to get on the podcast and just do like the we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull that YouTube video up and, and I'll have it playing for the intro when that happens. So <laughs> yep, there there's there's your three bold predictions for each of us. Chase says chasing tails will beat the white distraction podcast by a twenty inch fish. Greg will beat Parker. Chase will catch a 25-inch fish. I said that Greg's biggest fish will not come on a Cinco. Adam will not outfish Parker. I'm sorry, Adam will outfish Parker. And Chasing Tails will beat every other platform by a 15-inch fish. Woo! That's it right here, baby. That's awesome. That's it. Well, I think (laughs) that we have covered this tournament pretty good and our expectations so it's probably and dug ourselves a mighty deep hole yeah yeah we're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna definitely get some messages after uh, this podcast no doubt i can already see oh, the memes man. coming bring them on <laughs> yeah yep yep yeah austin uh, that's your cue buddy so all right guys so we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up but before we do, I just want to thank the people that are making this possible. Cadence Fishing, Sportsman's Alliance, such as Vacation Rentals, Yak Attack, and Tethered. We've got one more coming down the pipe. Don't forget that you can fish against Southern Ground, the Whitetail Distraction, the Southern Outdoorsman, G2 Outdoors, and Chasing Tails Outdoor Podcast. You've got $1,500 and growing in prizes. You can win a pair of polarized Shady Rays sunglasses just by being one of the first 25 non-creators to sign up. Get out there, sign up today, join the Yakin' for Bass Challenge, and get ready for a butt-whooping. That's all I got to say. Until next time, guys, I'm Walt. I'm Chase. Y'all be good.